Hey, what's up? Welcome back to State of My Art Podcast. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, welcome. Thank you for giving it a chance. I'm your host, Mike Liorti. Today is episode 39 with my good friend, Drew Smith. Drew is a very talented multi-instrumentalist. I used to live in a rehearsal room across the hall from his band's rehearsal room, and I would go to the studio with them, and I would see him at all these shows around San Diego that I was going to. So we became really good friends, and he's in a few really good bands. His brainchild, his baby, is called The Rough. Check out their EP on Spotify. It's awesome. And I worked some orchestral instrumentation on one of the songs called Go. He's also playing bass for a band called Avenue Army. They're super awesome. We play a lot of shows with them. And he's in a few other little projects brewing up right now, including his solo project, Drew Smith. We discuss a little bit about all his projects and music and a bunch of random things crammed into 45 minutes. So I hope you enjoy it. My conversation with Drew Smith happened here at the Sharp School of Music and Studio on July 31st, 2021. All right, well, let's jump into it then. We're really doing it. I'm here with Drew Smith. It's happening. Singer and guitar player of The Rough, bass player of Avenue Army. And you got your solo thing now too, right? Yeah, yeah, working with Roland um, and Ardo Recordings. What's the uh, solo project called? Just Drew Smith? Uh, it's Drew Smith, but uh, the album's going to be called uh, Blacksmith. Cool. Yeah, I was going to do Blacksmith because, you know, for obvious reasons. But <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, that's a cool artist name, too. Yeah. If, if you ever can't use Drew Smith yeah, for right. whatever reason. Blacksmith, yeah. Because there's, and there's like a whole, um, I don't know, it's kind of a concept situation. There's a whole story that weaves throughout it. Um, but basically, uh, it's, it's about um, the universe and the universe is black and the universe is telling the story of everything that's going on in within cool yeah so it's like a concept album yeah yeah little ep there's like seven songs yeah seven songs Mm -hmm. do you know when it's going to be out uh no i'm still finishing up the vocals and stuff so yeah as soon as we get that done we have a be putting out some little uh ads and stuff like that yeah you doing that with cisco um with uh roland Oh, Roland's recording it too. Yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. know he was a producer and engineer. Yeah, yeah, he kills it. Yeah. Sweet. What's his last name? Ware. Roland Ware. Yeah. And what's the label called? R Dub Recordings. R Dub Recordings. Mm-hmm. And that's what Avenue Army's on. Yep. The Rough is on. Yep. Sweet. Um, uh, Max has a has a solo single coming out. I'm doing the solo stuff. Okay. Um, we have some other uh, things we've been working on. This uh, hip hop project. Really? <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. So um, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> nice. I'm excited for all that. Yeah. That's one thing I wanted to ask. Is like, do you have any other solo projects other than Avenue Army and the Rough? That's all I know of. Um, so we just actually uh, we have this uh, project we call Drop the Bear. Okay. Um, and we just released a track on July 9th, and that was. Uh, <clears throat> it's called Witching Hour, and uh, it's a it's a pretty dope. It's a really sleepy song. It's definitely separate from like our current outfits. And that's you and Max. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that's part of the hip hop project, basically, or is it something- also okay? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We have like five or six things going. <laughs> wow. Right now, yeah. But with the COVID, you know, shutdown, and you know, we couldn't really do anything. We spent that time building, and as we were building, we found like, oh man, I want to make some beats and it's like oh i want to rap I'm like all right well da, 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 we'll do that and put that in a box you know and then like sure. oh, i had this riff i've been working on but i don't hear it as like a punk song 
you know, uh, something else. It's uh, kind of bluesy, actually. Okay, well, I'll put this in that box, you know, and pretty soon we'll be giving everybody boxes. It's good to stretch your artistic um, experimenting, too, genre-wise. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. It's good to, like, mess around with different sounds and samples in one project. Yeah. And then when you come back to yours, it's like, I mean, that's how uh, I came about doing that song Go for you guys. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. I want to get some, like, experience in the orchestral world. Yeah. And there's actually a guy um, from San Diego uh, that used to be good friends. I don't know uh, if, if anyone's even able to find the guy now, but his name's Brian uh, Grider, I think. Brian Grader or something. He was friends with the guys from uh, The Shining Through. Do you know you know those guys at all? Mm -hmm. James Cleland. Mm -hmm. They go way back with like Cisco was in that band. Oh wow, okay. Jesse knows him really well. Nice. So that was like my first introduction to San Diego. Um, this guy James Cleland, mm -hmm. and then um, he told me, "Man, you got to meet up with this guy Brian, who's a really good producer. He's going to school now for like orchestral symphony stuff." Sick. But, uh, and I was like, oh, I'm into that too. So I started talking to this guy and he, and checking out his website and all the music he had on there. And he was like, um, yeah, all of that's artificial. All of that is from samples. I'm like, no way. That sounds like a 60 piece orchestra. Like right. I figured, you know, you write it all on a sheet and then get someone at your school, you're the maestro and you get a mm -hmm. whole orchestra to play it. Yeah. He's like, no, we do it all through samples. Eventually, we do get one song that we're allowed to get a whole symphony to play it. But all the stuff on my website is from this program called East West Platinum. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I got to get East West Platinum. <laughs> Sounds so good. And then I started, uh, see, I, I actually went the other way. I was like, everything has to be for Rosedale. Oh, so, like, I was always like, I want Rosedale to evolve into having different sounds and samples and, yeah. and genres within it. Um, as opposed to what I probably should have done is made a bunch of different en entities. <laughs> Dude, you're doing it well, though. <laughs> now I kind of am doing that. but uh, And, like, bringing my talents into other projects, like I did with The Rough, because mm -hmm. it was like I ended up getting decent at that East-West program. It's It takes so long to just get, like, one thing done on, oh. on the program. But the samples and patches in it, I'm sure they're they're even better now, but I have it from, like, 2013 – but just sure. experimenting with those sounds, yep, yep. bringing it into my sound, it was like, um, this simple song is so much more complex now. Exactly. Or this complex song is so much more musical now. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, if it's like super riffy, but you can put some, you know, violins and cellos to kind of smooth it out. Yeah, or if it was like very pop punk drum based. Okay. Yeah. It was like, well, if I put the symphony, it kind of makes it, more radio, more mainstream, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of what I wanted to evolve to. And, you know, same with pads and every, and every other patch in the book is it was like, what are my heroes doing? Well, you know, angels and airwaves was no longer just writing guitar lead riffs. They had bells and right. all this big stuff. So yeah, I'm excited to see what you guys are working on with, yeah. with this hip hop project. And, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like we we're, um, I wanted to sound like I saw this 
group called uh, the Fourth Avenue Joneses a long time ago when I was a kid. Fourth Avenue Joneses. Yeah, That's and cool I don't name. know if they're still, but it was a hip hop band. Okay. And it was a uh, like the sing. It was three singers, two guys and a girl, and they were all related, I believe. And they had like a violinist and a, a DJ and a drummer and a bass player and a guitar, keyboard, and like. Oh, and two violins, and it was super, super dope, you know? So I, I wanted to kind of, like, recreate that, you know? But, like, you know, put my Drew in it, of course, you know? But, like, kind of, like, follow those steps and, and uh, stuff like that and emulate it. So Is that what you... Are you saying that also kind of inspired Go, um, would you say? Having strings? Not really Go, but I guess, like, for the hip-hop stuff. Okay. You know, to have, like, the beats and, like, sure. also orchestral things. Oh, yeah, because they're hip-hop. Okay. Yeah. But um, Go is, like, it, I think... That's um, the one that's up for the award, right? Or is it the whole EP? It's the whole EP, actually. So the whole EP is up for yeah. San Diego Music Award. Yeah. Congrats. And that's yeah. next month. Right, yeah. Or technically, it's already oh, August. Tomorrow. Ah, when is the time going, When is bro? the award show? The 10th or something? I think it's the 24th. 24th? Yeah. Okay, we got time. It's Tuesday. It's on a Tuesday. Yeah. So, we're going to rage. Exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tuesday's my best day because I, I only have Wednesday off now. Oh, And everyone's dude. like, you're boring. You have you party on Tuesday night. <laughs> like, yeah, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, Wednesday's my only day off. Uh, I'll party Tuesday night and go to work on Wednesday. <laughs> right on. Looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, thanks a lot for, for doing that, man. I, every oh, time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, guys, I know this dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, no. There was, I, I mean... I kind of uh, was there along the process of that mm-hmm. EP yeah. and like Cisco playing a soul acoustic solo yeah, over that song go, yeah. all day. <laughs> uh, so I already knew that song like the back of my hand um, and just hanging out at Cisco's studio yeah. um, when I was basically homeless moving down here and oh. you popping up everywhere, yeah. every show I went to. I was like, oh, it's true. That's right, dude. Yeah. Oh, what's up, man? <laughs> but that's important. That's what that's what you need to do as a musician is like yeah. go to all the shows that mm-hmm. you can around town. Make yeah. yourself available to check out new local music. Support and, and connect. You know, you never know what could happen. Right. <laughs> you know, and even just going to the studio to hang out at Cisco's studio you know, I was just getting Wi-Fi and seeing how he does things. Yeah. Um, but like I met you and mm-hmm. the rough and it was like, this is a great EP. Um, who are you to tell me nothing's wrong? Yeah. I love that jam. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, we, we call that haha your art when someone mocks you <laughs> <laughs> your, your song. people do that to me all the time uh, uh, but yeah I'm glad that I got to be I was honored to be a part of that and yeah dude it was cause even like oh man I think when uh, we were in the studio and just like hearing you jam and like oh yeah this is what I'm doing and we had you know we're getting to know each other and right. stuff and like seeing you perform you know at Himmelberg's and like right. with all this, yeah you're coming screens. out to my shows too I appreciate yeah. it oh dude it was I appreciate you doing it man it was it's it's a pleasure to be able to know people and have like cool cool friends that do cool shit you know <laughs> I agree yeah, yeah I agree I, I like surround you know the more you surround yourself with people that are really going after their goals and their calling and their purpose and their art um, the more, inspiring. yeah, the more inspiring it is to like get up and do it yourself too. Yeah. yeah and like, you know, I, I was uh, talking with Troy, you know, Troy, um, and just, yeah. you know, like the shout the, out Paula Palooza, Paula Palooza would do, um, yeah, the, uh, the friendly competition, you know what right. I mean? And like, there's, you know, I understand that part, but I feel more like not so much competition, but just like, uh, oh, okay. Now we can 
now we can get to the next one because when everybody starts getting good then everybody's going to start getting better yeah you know? and we just keep doing that and you know climb up and then we find ourselves in a magazine uh, article about you know like the top five cities in the united states to go see live music right you right know? that exactly. was like 2019 i think yeah, and with everything, like not only music, I mean, he's obviously been a big inspiration to get this podcast off the ground and oh, kind of a mentor too. He's yeah. taught me like how to, you know, get it up on Podbean and then I moved over to Anchor and he was always the one I was asking all the questions for about this. Oh, see. Um, but yeah, like it, anything really. I mean, even me and Nick mm-hmm. have a lot of friendly competition outside of music. We Boy. play tennis, <laughs> oh, we yeah. golf, play yeah, basketball, yeah. and it's like, Yo, you better try because I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to own you right now yeah. if you don't try. And it's like if you don't have especially, I don't know, amongst the boys, it's right. like if you don't have that competition, then what are you even doing with your life? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, have some balls about you, man. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, push back a little bit, you know. And that competition isn't so that I can say I'm better than you, it's so that we grow as a team. Exactly. And that's how, yeah, it becomes, you know, one of the top five. It's definitely, in my eyes, from what I've seen across the country, mm-hmm. top five music markets in the in the world, in the country, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's, and, you know, LA is like right up the street and, you know, we can be there too, but it's a little congested, you know, and here there's, there's more, it's not so much... I don't feel like people climbing on top of each other to get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. LA is very like, um, stay in your lane, stay in your genre, fight to the top. Mm -hmm. And San Diego, like there's, everybody's playing in everybody's bands (laughs) and everybody's going to everybody's shows. Like how, how is this working out? You know, like we're, we're doing, we're all doing this together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean now, like even with collaborations, when Mm -hmm. singles being a thing, you know, I, like, like I said, it's great to have, um, if people search Rosedale, the rough might come up for exactly. that song we did together, right? Yep, yep. So, it says uh, um, Rosedale Mix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny that it says Rosedale Mix. You, you were like, is it cool if I put Rosedale Mix? I'm like, I didn't mix the thing, um, but... Oh, is it your, your mix of sounds? <laughs> right, right. It's, it's funny. Like when someone says, uh, this uh, a song by the Beatles remastered, it usually means it's remixed. Right. And if something is remixed, it usually means there's been additional production mm-hmm. um so it's like i don't know the way we name things is like is, is never made sense to me <laughs> yeah dude i was just talking with my girlfriend about that like yeah it's uh it's very misleading sometimes and it's hard to have a conversation when you're like thinking about <laughs> right thinking about that stuff yeah right but yeah man it was always cool to see you at shows and um and i just felt more inspired to also go to shows and yeah. like support other bands and, you know, go out to Himmelberg's and like, that's part of, that's a big part of the reason why I was able to stay down here too, is oh, I man. met so many people through those shows Yeah, and Vanya and oh, dude. She's the same. <laughs> yeah. So many great people in the local scene that were just like, Hey, we know that you need work down here. Do you want to do sound at my show? For Damn. instance, Vanya. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if I would have just like stayed in my rehearsal room which is oh, another place that <laughs> <it's> <laughs> we like, ran into dude, we had like these magnets every 
since I've been down here. <laughs> and I always say 2019 was the best year of my life because I really got my feet planted here and just said yes to everything and everything was just going so smoothly. Oh, bro, yeah. And I include January and February of 2020 in that year because mm-hmm. it just got better. House of Blues. <laughs> But yeah, we were, oh, yeah. we were sharing a rehearsal room for yeah. four months that I was living in. <laughs> well, not a rehearsal room. We were across the hall. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a building. But yeah, it was directly across the hall, neighbors and stuff. Was were knights in there with you at the time, or no? Knights had just moved out. Oh, mainsail it was mainsail at the time. Technically, I was hosting mainsail practices. Okay, but in my room i was literally living in there yeah, i'd yeah. wake up to you guys practicing sometimes right. <laughs> uh, but i was sharing it with a metallica cover band oh they're still there nice yeah because avenue army moved into that room <laughs> oh really they're sharing yeah. it with them oh well, yeah that was like right after i left yeah yeah and then they um so we moved in there and they we just left at the end of june uh yeah oh, they wanted to like they got more members needed the space so the metallica cover band yeah got more members yeah and like wow. uh dan right dan yeah. yeah so they um i forget what the name of the band is now but they're like writing stuff and like oh they're doing originals good yeah and have dude i went in there one time when they were practicing to like get some stuff out and like there's this amps everywhere dude <laughs> yeah, wow it's crazy so i don't even know how many guys are in the band <laughs> Holy, good for them. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm interested to see what what they're coming up with, but it's pretty heavy from what I can tell. But are you guys in Fair Play still sharing the room across from them? Um, so Fair Play's not. They have a space, I guess, in like um, Curry Mesa. Or okay. I know Will and Jules have a bunch of a bunch of spots. Um, and then uh, see the rough right now, we're practicing. So there's not in the band anymore. Um, and... Uh, so it's Max and I, and then Vaughn's, uh, basically Will's taking Vaughn's place in both groups. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Will's joining the rough. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's, that's a, just new developments. Yeah. Ah, you heard it first. First announced here on State of My Art podcast. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Nice. The Marshall Master. Yeah. Will uh, Lopez. Dude, it's so fucking sick can i say that yeah you uh, can swear on here i'm stoked I'm stoked <laughs> it's for that. so dope to uh to jam in a room with that guy like i i would play guitar with him in the rough before yeah um but playing bass and like just hearing him and max do what they do it's super dope does he play guitar in avenue army yeah. now too you said yeah sweet so you guys are the 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 front line is the same <laughs> The only difference is the drummer. Yeah. Well, now Jack's playing with the rope. So it's the exact same band, except the singer switches. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like, Darren left, and um, we were going to do this pool party at Troy's. And, uh, and you know, we needed a drummer. And, um, you know, Max and I were joking, like, well, I could play drums and sing if you play uh, the double, <laughs> you know, the bass guitar um, combo. Yeah. But, um yeah, so... Uh, when was know, that? That was in July, wasn't it? Uh, it was going to be in July, yeah. It so, didn't happen, though? No, no. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so we uh, ended up um, uh, talking to Jack. Yeah, sorry. Talked to Jack. He's um, a great drummer. Dude, he's insane. Uh, when Avenue recorded the video for um, Company Killer, uh, you know, it's coming out pretty soon. Sweet. Yeah. He, so it'll probably be out by the time this podcast is out. Okay. Sick. Yeah. yeah, he, um, dude, he played for like 14 hours straight. Really? Yeah. For the video? Yeah. You guys just filmed just that many filmed takes? Over and over and over and over. Wow. Yeah. Two different outfits. Like oh, okay. lunch break. <laughs> yeah. It was like 12, yeah. 
tour for maybe we were there for 14 hours but you jumped for 12 it was yeah, crazy he hits freaking hard yeah too. and consistently yeah the whole the whole time the whole day <laughs> that's awesome yeah he's he's a, he's a powerhouse and a super cool dude too it's cool to be in a band with him yeah yeah, I gotta have him on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I gotta have Max on the podcast. Yeah, and Jack has a bunch of uh, a bunch of other bands too. Like, yeah, he's, uh, he's a super dope metal drummer. Really? Yeah, super versatile, and like he has like two or three other bands that he plays with. Like, uh, they used Sweet. to do Break a Lot and stuff. So, oh, okay. Yeah, he's Sweet. um, yeah, super stand up. Have you guys played Brick by Brick? Uh, the rough we did. Um, oh no, 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 no. We were going to for a Halloween party, but that's um. Yeah, Darren had broke his hand around that time, so we were okay. able to play the show. And um, let's see, yeah, it was a Ready Set Survive show. Have we played the, the Brick? I know I've played the Brick like in other bands, like the Binge. Um, it was a fun punk band back in the day. Gotcha. Yeah. What's your favorite San Diego venue? Um, dude, to go to ah, and play the Marrow. The Mar- really? Yeah, I really like the Marrow. I've only played there once, and my toe knob was stuck on zero, no matter how much I turned it up. Oh, what? The first mainsail show I played bass for, uh, I was like, what is wrong with Nick's bass head, or is it my cab? And we never thought to try another bass. And then, like, yeah, a week later, we were at Cisco's with the same rig, and, oh, no, with my bass. I was like, can I try plugging my bass into your... And we're like, oh, the tone knob is stuck at zero. Oh, dang. Was so it just spinning around the... No, like, it it would turn up. It was just the the solder had come loose, I guess. Oh, there was a short, so yeah. there was no tone. So now <laughs> now the tone is just inactive and stuck on full, because why would I ever want low tone on my bass? Right. Um, but yeah, that was like such a bummer that uh, we never really got the full Moreau experience but I oh, saw they, Infinite yeah. Signal there yeah they, right before they like left Colorado yeah that was uh, I believe their um, uh, album release party yeah yeah the 31st yeah that was a super dope show they killed it with that with those lights and everything yeah yeah that's what um, something you know we've been talking about working on is just like our live show Right, yeah, I've been talking with Max about oh, that's right. how yeah, yeah. how to get lights going for you guys and mm-hmm. uh, how to keep it like reasonable budget, best yeah. bang for the buck. Because yeah. you can you could easily spend like five thousand on a mediocre light show, and if you Dang. don't have it set up right, it's like mm. uh, what a waste of five grand. Yeah. Or you could spend six seven hundred and program it to look sick. Yeah, yeah, right. So. You just have to have the right software at that point, right? Software and, like, what are you... It's like anything. What do you actually need? Um, He was showing me these lights that were really small, Mm -hmm. but they were battery-powered. So they were really expensive because they were battery-powered. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, battery would be convenient because then you don't need to plug it into anything. But every venue you guys play has power all over the place. (laughs) Right. You may as well just spend a quarter of the money and get IEC cables to plug them in. Yeah, yeah. Little things like that. I think the ones that he got too, they're uh, like Bluetooth enabled. They really? are run on a battery and you can plug them in. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was like, dude, just so he already got all the bases. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, he's pretty stoked. I, he's been listing the, the items, but I can't, I can't repeat it for the life of me right now. But, yeah. Um, like the, 
some spinning ones and some flashing ones. Yeah, and, the <laughs> moving heads. Yeah. yeah, I sent him a list of like some nice moving heads that are mm. small but really bright. Um, so yeah, I'm stoked to see you guys put that together. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you'll have to uh, we'll have to get together. Yeah. Do you <laughs> guys have any coming. shows coming up? Um, actually, yes. We're uh, Avenues playing at the Belly Up Tavern on the 18th. The Belly Up, yeah, dude. It was, uh, for Pizza Port and Modern Times. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think I know another band playing that. Yeah, the I just um yeah, pull up that lineup cuz I'm pretty sure um what's his name? Uh Justin Guitar Tech for Angels and Airwaves has a band Downers. Downers? Downers, that's it. Downers yep. is playing Downers, it. Yeah. And then special guest. I never heard of those guys before, so the band's literally called Special Guest? No, I don't know. I oh, just okay. Say, <laughs> just dude, a Special Guest. Watch it freaking be Angels and Airwaves. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. Hey. Because, <laughs> I mean, if if Justin's there, Angels is not uh, playing elsewhere. Not. They don't have a guitar tech. Hey. You never know, man. Mm. And they do love to play Belly Up. Tom loves that place. Dude, I've actually never been there. Oh, dude. Yeah, I think stoked. it's going to beat the Moreau for you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I do like the Moreau myself, <laughs> yeah. but Belly Up is a really, really nice fun. venue. Yeah. Yeah, there's um actually one of my one of my vendors at work um gave me a for Christmas like some little gift cards to go to the Belly Up, and then COVID happened. <laughs> yeah, so this is like oh great. I don't know where they are though. So. Oh, you got to find those gift cards <laughs> for your show or another show. Yeah, I saw the used there. Dang. Um. Yeah, so many people, I've heard Deftones have been there. Yeah, a lot of um, big bands like yeah. to like play intimate shows there. Yeah. Because so it sounds so good. Oh, sick, yeah. And it's, yeah. is it is it uh, not too big a place? Um, it's bigger than the Moreau, okay. but uh, I would say like five 600 cap. Okay. Which is like small for, you know, Deftones, big, Angels yeah. and Airwaves. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just like really well spread out. There's a nice... Um, you know, dance floor for people to stand and watch. But then beside all of that, there's good bar area, oh, you know? So mm -hmm. it's, it's just a really good vibe no Sweet. matter what you're into. Yeah. yeah. I'm stoked to, stoked to go. It's cool that, um, it's been a long time doing this, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, these places that I would hear about on the radio, like, I wish I could do that. You know what I mean? Like now, like, Oh, we're about to, you know, yeah, so. someone uh, brought that up in the middle of the pandemic. Is like once things are back open, oh. the local bands are going to have a step up because touring bands are planning way out in advance. Yeah. They don't want to book something like four months away with COVID still lurking mm -hmm. and after what they just went through. So the local venues that are like trying to get back after it, yeah, are going to be booking the local bands. Yep. So that was now's your time like, to get in there. Exactly. Yeah, and it's um and we actually were going to play there on. Uh, St. Patty's Day 2020. Oh, um, wow. For the whole pizza port thing. It was gonna so be that's Saint March? Patty's Day party. Yeah. Oh. So it was like right, uh, what, 17th, so like the week after the shutdown. At Belly Up? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I think this is like a redo, yeah. Yeah. Oh, second verse, better than the first. What day is that again? Uh, August 18th. August 18th. Mm -hmm. Nice. I'll just be getting back from Colorado. Oh, cool. So I got to come out to that. Hell yeah, dude. Are you going to go see uh, Kelly and Eli while you're out there? Or you're not going to be in the same spot? I just thought, yeah. yeah. That reminds me. They're out there. Yeah. I should. I should hit them up. Yeah. I'm going for a, a friend's wedding, um, oh, a nice. couple that is 
really supportive, came out to all my shows, and oh, yeah. um, they're finally tying the knot. So I'm like playing a couple songs for their oh, right. for their wedding, and then uh, I have a show in Santa Fe too to like get me out there. Nice. Um, and then I'll probably stick around for a day or two, so I'll have to hit them up and like oh, yeah. go hiking or something. Dude, they're every the, the pictures they have on their on their fees are just so dope. Yeah, I, <laughs> for some reason, you know. I guess once they moved away, Instagram was like, you don't need to see these people's oh. posts anymore. They don't pop up anymore. Oh, man. They used to when they were here. Yeah. It's funny, too, because, you, you know, I was, um, I thought the algorithm was, you know, with, with interaction, you get more um, exposure, right? Yeah. And, like, you know, I messaged them mm -hmm. from time to time. I yeah. asked them to come on this podcast a couple months ago. And they oh, were like, nice. We moved. And I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> it's here. And then Nick bought Eli's amp. Oh, okay, sweet. It went to a good home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah. The DSL. Oh, man. That thing's a beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember we actually, uh, we played um, a show at the Ken Club, and I was jumping around, and I got caught up in my cord. Yeah. And I was using his head. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I kind of, like, fell into the amp, like, in the middle of the song. Did it, the amp fall over? Uh, yeah, everything fell over. Uh. But it turned, out, it, it turned out it was okay. And, like, he, you know, we talked about it later and, you, you know, tested it and everything like that. But yeah, it was uh, definitely a hard-dropping moment for sure. Those things are <laughs> tanks, though. They're, they're built for that. Uh, like a rock. <laughs> yeah. I used to do sound there, the Ken Club. Yeah? Every, like, two weeks I was driving down to the Ken Club. Dude, I wonder if I ran into you there too because we used to go there and uh drink a lot i used to live on kensington oh really yeah like four houses up from the club yeah i like that area <laughs> yeah that deli was super delish or, yeah. or across the street from ken club yeah yeah i've never been yeah chronic brew store they had good sandwiches and stuff i went to the ice cream shop beside it the oh, yeah. little kid ice cream place mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the dipping dots and stuff yeah i i don't know it, they had really good milkshakes oh nice yeah. Oh, dude. So we just speaking of milkshakes. We went to Vegas a couple weeks ago. Nice. Um, there's this place that has date milkshakes. Um, they're really fantastic. I like dates. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. If you ever are going on the two fifteen, um, definitely look for. Is uh, it like in the new strip or the old downtown? Uh, it's way off from Vegas, but it's on oh, the okay. way between here and there. Gotcha. Um, I'll get the name of the place from Vanya. All yeah. right. That's I never had a date shake and I, I probably will never again unless I go there. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna hit Vegas on the way back from Colorado. Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. I'm, I'm trying to squeeze in too much on this trip. But, <laughs> How long do you have? Um, I think I'm leaving on the ninth, and then the wedding's on the thirteenth, and then I think I have to be back on the sixteenth for something. Okay. So we'll see. Dude, there's a one of some of my old roommates um, got married, um, John and Cat, and his sister flew down from San Francisco, and they got uh, married. I think by the bay, um, in downtown, and uh, so I played guitar and she played the violin. Oh, nice for their ceremony and stuff. So I was thinking about that, like, oh man, that's it's a pretty awesome um, position to be in. You know what I mean? And they asked, like, oh, can you do this for us? Like, this is your day of days, you know, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and I mean. I guess I never really looked at it that way. I, uh, I look at it more as a, sure, I'll do this service for your day, you know, oh, or yeah. anytime music is secondary, it's like, a, oh. all right, you know, yeah. um, but at the same time, um, anywhere I go, I would rather 
be working, if that makes sense. Hell yeah, that makes sense, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, anytime I go to a wedding, I'm like, man, I can't just sit still. Like, yeah. kind of like everybody has with their, with their smartphones now, where it's like, I got to check my phone all the time. Mm-hmm. I get that from, like, not doing music or something related to music, where mm-hmm. I'm like, or if I'm like waiting in line, I get really impatient now. <laughs> so I get that same impatience at oh. like just sitting at a wedding ceremony or like sitting in a church. Like, yeah, I can't just go sit in a church. I got to be working. Like I could go do sound or... at a church. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not, it's not what I do at church. I right. Sound. So I would, I would rather go and like, even if I'm, you know, not getting paid to play someone's wedding, I would rather be playing so that I can, go ahead and be social with all the people who saw me play mm-hmm. as opposed to try and be social with people who don't even know what I do and just yeah. see me as a tall figure. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's that ends up being the only thing we talk about. If I don't, oh, yeah. if I don't showcase my, my art, <laughs> Girl, like carry your guitar on a strap on your back everywhere you go. Right? I mean, I used to do that at Warped Tour yeah, to yeah. sell CDs, right? Exactly, but I quickly yeah. realized wait, I'd rather be doing this anyway than walking around. And I mean, unless I really want to see a band that I know a few songs to. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, I'd rather just be um, getting after it and being productive is basically yeah, what it is. thousand percent, man. And like, that's, I think, a reason why, um, you know, we created these little boxes to put all this stuff in because it kept just coming out. You know, and like there's, you know, you have these ideas and sometimes like I'll find myself in these uh, lost positions yes. when I'm like, oh, I'm going to remember that. And I try to hum it over and over till I get to a point where I can do something about it. Right. Hum it into my phone or whatever. So now if I get GarageBand up, do it right now. Oh, you record it right into the session on GarageBand? Yeah. And then just save it for later. That's cool. Yeah. Just to like, so I don't lose it. So there's like all these things like, oh, you know, listening back. This sounds like kind of that bluesy, jazzy stuff we're messing with. I'm going to put that in that box. You know, and then when mm-hmm. I'm in that mood, then I can start, you know, forget it, get an idea and then it becomes something huge or something different. Yeah. So you, know? you have an outlet for every idea. It's not like, yeah. oh, that, that idea would never suit the rough. Trash it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what I was doing before. Like, it yeah. was just like piling up, you know, and there was like 192 files wow. in Evernote. Like, dude, I need to do something about this, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, I don't want to go with like, with stuff in the closet. Yeah, that's great. I've always uh, looked at you as someone who's really uh, creative and to have 192 voice memos, you know, (laughs) says that. And uh, you have a really great musical background too, right? You play trombone, is it? Yeah, trombone. You play um, trombone. Violin. uh, That was like my first instrument. Violin was your first instrument. Yeah, and then trombone and then went to the drums. Wow, I and, haven't uh, even heard you play violin or trombone yet. Oh yeah, I'm, it's been a it's been a little while, but um, Bree's got one. Or actually, I played uh, Jules's too. Really, the pink one. Yeah. Dude, I gotta get one for here just to get all these cats to play <laughs> on my songs. Yeah, oh, dude, that would be sick. See, yeah. and that's like with uh, with Go. You know, that's what I was thinking too. Like, man, if yeah, I you should have just the, played some of these. Well, it's like if I had the dough to rent, you know, the stuff. But at that time, it wasn't that wasn't the thing. So I was just like, oh man, maybe you know. We'll see if, because uh, I was hearing the stuff that you were doing on your songs, and I was like, "Oh my hell!" <laughs> well, man, we got to get you a violin. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? yeah. Well, now you know times are different now, so I'm like kind of building a list of things I want to have up on my wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. So definitely want to get a cello and a and a violin and a viola at some point. Nice. You know, sooner than later, but 
um, just to be able to incorporate that and like instead of having these samples that sound pretty decent, you mm -hmm. know, to like just say like, yes, that's a bow on a string. Oh, and nothing beats the real performance. Oh, dude, Even yeah. if you have to pitch correct it, mm -hmm. like it's so much better to have what you intend and imagine mm -hmm. coming off your hands. Yeah. And it's that like the sound of the instrument itself, right? Like the, the hair on the string. Yeah. That yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's under the note. It just like broadens it out. Right, which like these samples have that. Like it's mm -hmm. the samples are an actual performance yeah. of the bow, but it's when it gets to a point where you keep hearing the exact same attack. Right, yeah. Over and over. So I try and use different patches, but then the different patches have like a different um timbre to them and then right. they sound too different. So mm -hmm. to get a real uh performance and a few different playlists of a real performance Dude. and then comp that together. Yeah. It's like it's like a vocal. You can't replace a vocal. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the most it's I'm pretty sure it's the closest instrument to a vocal is like a cello or a violin for for yeah, female. Yeah, like yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's like uh, what is that? Um a baritone yeah, yeah, cello would be baritone. Yeah, and it's like baritone voice on a on a dude as opposed to like a soprano on a female. Right. Generally speaking, right? Right, and sometimes when you hear like a really reverberated violin, it's like, oh, is that a voice? Right, sometimes yeah. I, sometimes I catch myself doing that. And mm -hmm. sometimes if it's not, if you don't have it compressed and um, crushed with reverb, sometimes I go, is that a saxophone? Right. Especially with oh, a cello. Yeah. You know, with a trombone sometimes in a ska. Yeah. I would get confused. Like when I was a little kid, I, w I played in a ska band um, in the ninth grade. You played grade. trombone in, yeah, in the ska band? Yeah, I played trombone in a ska band, yeah. And um, I would, we would cover songs. The songs that we would cover, um, they would tell me like, oh, we want to play these songs. Uh, Save Ferris. Um, what's it? Uh, Super Spy. I don't know if I know it. Oh man, it's I'm a, sure if it's I heard it. Dope. Yeah. So like, but just to the point, I was uh, I would take those CDs or tapes or whatever and listen to them and have my keyboard on the floor and my uh, just like my staff pad and then just write out the oh, okay they're playing da, da, da. Oh, picking it out with a keyboard. Yeah, and then just write out the the sheet music and then bring that to the horn players and that's how we learn the songs. Wow. Yeah. So I got like understanding music better and like how those layers go, you know, like with the trombone right. versus a sax or trumpet and a scar. Yeah. You know, cello, uh, bass, and then like violin and viola, you know what yeah. I mean? Like those are real sexy together, you know what right. I mean? Like in, in doing octaves and stuff like that, like around a lead. Mm -hmm. And Ooh, harmonies. Man. And like, that's what I was originally getting at from your music background is I don't think a lot of musicians um, go through that process anymore of like, writing out the sheet music oh, and yeah. finding out what every layer is doing note for note mm -hmm. in a multi-track production. Oh yeah. You're just playing guitar and it's a G chord. It sounds like a G. <laughs> right. Right. And like eventually, you know, you, you learn your intervals and, um, a lot of that comes, you know, with theory, you can't write sheet music if you don't know any theory. Right. Um, but I also think that a simple understanding of theory, a basic understanding of theory can, evoke and inspire that creative mindset that gets you 192 voice memos oh yeah dude yep and every it's funny because when i i remember specific times like in middle school when we were really like uh i was playing in the jazz band the steel drums band and the marching band like tr trombone uh 
baritone and like a tuba concert band just trying to do everything right yeah um and then like we we uh go out and do like a parade and we're out for the day walking around and all i hear are beats you know like everything is moving in unison somehow like the car alarm and this right. cat just screeched where the snare would hit like, you know, uh, like what the hell's going on? I'm a sub- yeah, <laughs> you're you're like you're you're almost a, it's almost like a a curse, but you're but that's that's kind of what creates these uh, prodigies and these masterpieces is yeah. the muse coming into your ear mm-hmm. and whispering a little melody and a beat, and um, I find that like as I you know started having to work and make money. Uh, it was harder to hear that stuff and find that stuff because oh, I wasn't yeah. just sitting in my bedroom playing guitar and piano as much as I was when I was 14. Right. Yeah. But I remember when I was like 14, 15, um, all my friends that, you know, I just like hang out in their basements and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, try and, you know, somehow get alcohol, those kind of friends. <laughs> Um, they're always the like, good kind. <laughs> yeah, it just when, when we're, you know, the, the friends where you just have your, uh, nothing phase with, yeah. <laughs> um, they're always like, dude, you always have like a, you're always like tapping a really interesting beat or like finding a interesting melody out of something that you heard. And, yeah. and now like I'm realizing, oh man, that came from all this that came from like yeah. music lessons and yeah. learning theory and applying everything that I was hearing from albums Mm-hmm. Um, that's like your accent when you're speaking English. It's a, yeah, it's a know? good analogy. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> music is your language. Yeah. Right. Right. That's yeah, how like, I feel. Yeah, like you, you might pick up on a bigger vocabulary if sure. you're reading books all day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, for yeah. instance. No, you'll be able to swing a bat harder if you play baseball all day. Right. right? We just music hard because we music all day. Yeah. Or, or even like understand the physics of that ball coming at you. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All the different fact, like how fast you need to run to get from here to here, as opposed to like here to there. You know, if the ball is coming at you know down a certain speed, it's just yeah, it's. it's Sp- sports is a good analogy for it too. Yeah, because yeah. like when I watch uh, my best friend play hockey um, and go on the ice with him, he's been he's you know he's been on the ice five six hours a day every day, and. It's the intelligence too. Like mm-hmm. obviously he's really fit and agile and fast. Right. But um like how the creativity right. yeah. is is from the experience too. And the style of create creativity, right? <laughs> yeah. And a, and a lot of people might look at that and be like, Oh, that person's just gifted to have the idea to throw the puck behind them like that. Yeah. But it's it's, it's more to it. It's that's the that's what you get from learning how to do it in the first place. Right? Yeah, and it's not only like the time that he spent on the ice, but the time that he loved being on the ice. Right, yeah. If he was stoked to be on the ice oh, 95% everything. of the time that he was on the ice, mm-hmm. and I was only stoked 40% of the time, he's going to be 50% farther. <laughs> 55% easily. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. For dude. sure. Yep. And that's, you know, um, you know, Philippe. Uh, Fleet no. uh, photographer is one of, good buddy. Okay. He's always at the shows and stuff. Um, you'll see him pretty soon, I'm sure. <laughs> but maybe he was at the Manhattan show I bumped into you at uh, with home team way back. 2019. Oh, dude, South photographer there. Dang. Okay, yeah, it might have been him then. Uh, Mexican dude with a beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. He, um, we were talking just. Uh, dang, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, I do that sometimes. <laughs> that was a throwback right there, <laughs> Manhattan's. Dude, okay, so uh, Vanya, I remember um, 
Vanya, we the rough we played with her, or we played a birthday show for her at Manhattan, and I don't know how she found us, but she was like, "Hey guys, just wanted to know if you want to da da da." Like who? Like it sounds like she knows me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we were just cool since then. Um, yeah, Vanya is is uh, it's like you've known her forever yeah. the first time you meet her yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's just a really friendly person yeah and she dang, yeah she takes care of business and she cares yeah. a lot about everybody and um she does it well and does she still manage avenue army yep sweet mm -hmm. yeah and you know during the 2020 it was crazy for everybody you know so it took like steps back to manage those situations right and then um now now we're back uh, trying to make those strides yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of weird, though, too. Like, before there was kind of a purpose, like, okay, we're going to just keep touring and get out there more and more. But now, like, touring is scary or hard or impossible. What's going on with my light? <laughs> oh, man. It's never done this. It's the remix. Maybe if I unplug this power... I plugged the light in so that wouldn't happen, but oh. there you have it. We were just talking about how there's always something. Bro, hey, full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> but sorry, you were saying, during the pandemic. Um, during the pandemic, you know, we took our time and just, like, uh, did our own things, you know? So it, it was kind of cool, like, when we all decided, like, all right, we're going to practice again. And I think the second or third practice, Vanya was back in the room with us. Nice. You know, so um, it's... It, it it doesn't leave, and then it makes me feel like because I'm I'm a, one of the newer guys to the team, mm -hmm. you know. It just makes me feel more confident in like Max Vanya's relationship as the artist and the manager, and that they can work together without having beef because that can easily be an issue. Sure, you know, um, and, cause, and the commitment. I don't know a manager yeah. that shows up to every practice. Yeah, and you know, like if, you know, every other if there's something to talk about or she just wants to chill or you know, like whatever, she's there. She's family. You know, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and it's it's cool to have those those people around, and you know, um, like you, you know what I mean. And like yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like like this whole scene is family. Mm -hmm. The whole yeah. Palapalooza um, from Chula Vista oh, to dude. to Orange County. Yeah, it's like a really tight knit <laughs> scene of like and, and like really genuine too. It's not even like oh, I'm just gonna be fake so this person likes me. Right. It's like I'm gonna go enjoy this person's art and I'm gonna go help them with whatever they need help with mm -hmm. um and and vice versa um uh, yeah. this person is family but i'm gonna pay them for their help i'm gonna pay them for their work exactly because they know what time it is right? exactly like they know, they what know it takes and what, it needs. what goes around comes around yep. i mean i've always felt really fairly treated in this market in this scene since 2014 since i started coming here Where? uh to the point that i was like fuck it i gotta move here <laughs> so yeah Dude, you made a made a good decision. I know we're all better for it, so you know. Oh, dude, thank you. No, I, I'm like, uh, I'm grateful every day, and you know the, the nice weather is like tenth on the list. There's so <laughs> many good things about this place. So. Oh yeah, if it rained and snowed, it would still be cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 With with friends like these, <laughs> who needs good weather? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Which, sp speaking of, here we are locked in a concrete room and it's all nice outside. <laughs> oh, man. But at least well, we're not sitting in traffic. Yeah, that actually, so coming up here wasn't as bad as the GPS said. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was like six minutes ahead of schedule. Wow. So, yeah. Usually it's like 20 minutes behind. Yeah, well, you know? maybe everyone's going, was it 
bad going the other way where I'm about to go? Um, I wasn't really looking, but I'm going to be headed that way too. So yeah. uh, we'll stay in contact. <laughs> How far are you? Nick was trying to come out and be on, on this one today. I sometimes oh, have a Yeah. And he was like, oh, I was in PB last night. Oh yeah, and uh, he had to like clean up his his condo uh, that like so his grandparents have a, a condo on the beach so he was like I was I was there the last couple of nights so I got to oh, clean no. that up so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it in time. Oh man, well but, give uh, us some hugs for the drizzle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do the drizzle. I like that. <laughs> oh man, well we're almost at an hour. Let's. Oh. Uh, Let's wrap Fine. it up here. I'm here with the drizzle. Thanks for being on episode 39. <laughs> Drew Smith, the Rough Avenue Army, and all your other projects coming uh, up. Drop the Bear. Um, Blacksmith coming out Black soon. Smith, yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, and that's a uh, Blacksmith. Oh, okay. Yeah. Blacksmith. So, yeah, the Black is the the universe, the void. Um, and there's a super cool song in the beginning and in the intro that's um gonna be different than anything I've done so yeah I'm, I'm really stoked to get this out nice but more to come on that um thanks for having me on man oh this dude is, anytime awesome. thanks for coming <laughs> out yeah we'll do this again for sure all right all right another one down thank you so much for checking out this podcast a big thank you to Drew Smith for coming up and being on the show we had a really good hangout including when I drove him back down to San Diego and we got to talk a little more. Since the taping of this episode, I got to see Drew Smith rock the belly up with his band Avenue Army. It was incredible, awesome venue, it sounded great as expected. And I saw him around some other shows in San Diego. It's great to have live music back. And speaking of live music being back, brush off that vocal rust with Vocalese Throat Spray. I've been using this stuff for a long time. I swear by it, it works. All natural ingredients, it tastes delicious. Freeze your voice, it heals inflammation. And they also have other amazing products, including these throat drops, ginger cayenne pepper throat drops. They're spicy, they will warm up your voice, and they work. So, get them limited time. You can get 15% off all your Vocalese products by using this reference link beside my head. I'll drop it in the description as well. And that about does it for episode 39. Thank you so much for checking out State of My Art Podcast. Be sure to follow, subscribe, like, leave a comment, click the notify bell. All that stuff really helps grow this podcast and it'll help you see more episodes like this one with incredible artists like Drew Smith. Thanks again, Drew, for being on. Thank you for checking out this episode. And I'll see you next week for another episode of State of My Art Podcast. Whew.